What is up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Cool Dad Collective. Yes, we're coming at you for episode number 14. Number, number 14. Every time I do this, every time I do this and I count up, I always find it funny that, you know, we're still going. But we're here, aren't we? It's 9 o'clock at night. It's the day before this is released. Hashtag dad life. We're up here. We're recording. We're getting it done because we're here for... Just getting getting those dad vibes out there. There's positive dad vibes. We're here for a good time. We're here for those 20 minutes. Those 20 minutes where you get to listen to a fellow dad talk about dad life, talk about the ups, talk about the downs. And, you know, if you let me in your ears, I say this every week, if you let me in your ears for the next 20 minutes, I appreciate you. Thank you very much. I hope that we discuss some things that you find relatable, that help you, that maybe make you feel a little bit more comfortable. And overall, just you know, make you feel like you're doing a good job as a dad because we're all doing a good job. And, you know, I'm I'm here putting it out there that we are doing a good job. We deserve that recognition because every dad is here doing a good job. That didn't go anywhere, but, you know, you know what I mean. I'm putting those vibes out there. Yes, we're back again for another episode. And this episode is an episode that is, I guess, um, you know, a little bit different because your boy's back at work. Yes, that is right. The paternity leave is finished. I took uh, four weeks plus two weeks. So I could have just said six weeks, but I took six weeks off with my newborn summer. And I honestly just loved it. It, it was great. It was very, uh, I don't know, bittersweet going back to work this week. I, uh, I love work. There's nothing wrong with work. There's nothing wrong with going to work and, and getting out of the house and all that sort of stuff. But I do miss the time that I spent with my family, with my newborn, even with my toddler, to, uh, my toddler Skylar, I just had a great time. And, you know, I really encourage, if you can, and I'll premise this by saying, I did take a massive financial hit not working that long. I was not paid all that time. You know, you get your partner pay from Centrelink, which hasn't come in yet. So if you are a dad and you're expecting and you're hearing this, pull your partner pay in ASAP because it's going to take a while for it to come in. I think the they're saying like it's 12 weeks or something like that. So pro tip, if you are expecting a child, get that partner pay in ASAP. Tell your missus, get that maternity leave in ASAP because it is taking a while to come in. And, you know, it's not like every second I, I had off, you know, I knew I knew I was taking a financial hit um, when I did it. But, you know, you don't get this, you don't get this time back. You know, there's, it's crazy. I think, you know, this summer's been alive, alive. Summer's <laughs> Summer's been with us for six weeks and already she is growing so quickly, day by day, week by week. She's turning into a like a little baby now, like she's really taking, I guess, taking shape. You know, she's less of an alien, more of a child. And I was really stoked because I, I, I got to see all that, which is a huge dad win and, um, you know, really appreciate it. So if you're someone who's contemplating, you know, I don't know, I don't know whether, sh- should I take more time? Am I able to take more time? If you can take more time, and you are willing to sort of take that financial hit, I definitely recommend doing it because, like I said, you do not get that time back. And I say this I, I say this as my second child. My first child, I took the same amount of time, and if I could go back, I would do exactly the same thing. No matter where I am financially, that time is so valuable to me. And it just, I don't know, I just the, the connection you form, this everything, just even being able to help out you know, your, your partner in, in that time where they're recovering from childbirth, which is insane. Uh, especially for me, uh, Kia had a C-section. So the recovery from that is brutal. 
it is a major surgery for those that don't know. And obviously those who are running the, the government saying that, you know, parents or dads should only get a week, they obviously don't know that. And um, so being, being able to support Kia and being there to help out with Skylar and being there just to bond with Summer, I huge advocate for taking more time because, like I said, and this is the third time I've said it at the potty, you don't get that time back. So, yes, it is a little bit bittersweet going back to work. But I'll tell you, today, I, I, you know, getting that routine back, getting everything back in line, going to work, getting a good day in at work, then picking up Skylar from kindy, coming home, going for a walk, going to the park, it's – that's the days. These are the days, you know. You, it's times like that. There are times where you're so busy – you don't get time to blink. You don't get time to sit down. You don't get time to sit on the couch. But you kind of just have to sit back and just go, you know, this is this is that time that you are busy. This is that time that things don't really stop. And it, it it's good. You know, you just sort of sit there. You you be grateful for it. You be grateful for the time you have with your kids. And, and yeah, you know, you just look at the positives. Because it is busy. It is hard. You do get tired. But it is worth every single second. So, yeah, back at work feeling good and uh yeah just ready to crack into this episode because i've got some pretty cool stuff lined up and of course the first thing i'm going to talk about is of course the dad win now this is a multifaceted dad win because it is of course about the podcast um you guys would know if you are a regular listener last week i recorded the first episode of cool dad catch-ups cool dad catch-ups is a concept that i came up with where i pretty much just sit down with one of my dad mates and we talk about fatherhood and, you know, some of the chats that you have around fatherhood where they're, you know, you're just there to talk about being a dad. You're just there to talk about the ups, the downs, the problems you face, all that sort of stuff. And honestly, for me, talking to Trey about fatherhood is, was just so good. You know, hearing his perspective on it and being like, you know, there are similarities, differences. Obviously, we all have different kids there's no two kids that are the same like I know I got a mate with twins they're the same but they're different and hearing the stories that you know you both go through but how it happens so differently is really really good and hearing a different perspective and and you know talking about the the idea of being present and and just getting getting a perspective from someone else that's not my own is so important like as a dad you know we're all massive fountains of knowledge whether we think we're dumb dads or not we are all fountains of knowledge we've all been through experiences i really think fatherhood is is all your knowledge on fatherhood can't be written in books and read in books or something like that it is all experiences and being able to chat to another dad and share those experiences and and have everyone listening along and that sort of stuff is is just fantastic so it was only an hour but we could have talked for three hours so and having the reception that I did that I did get through the podcast, people reaching out via messages and saying that it was a great chat and all that sort of stuff, you know, like that just, I don't know that, that's that really, yeah, I say this all the time and, and this is something that I'm really passionate about is just spreading that like positive vibes about fatherhood and, and that we're all learning and that it is a big experience. It is a hard job, but we're all out here doing our best and, and learning from each other. Like that's, that's massive. And the fact that the community is growing, everything's growing, it's getting traction everywhere and I can't be more happy. I honestly can't be more happy. And if I can help one dad, one dad, two dads, a couple dads realize that they're good enough, realize that they're doing a good job, realize that they're not as shit of a dad as they think they are because they're there, man, that's, that's the podcast. That's, I'm happy. I will die a happy man. 
Um, hopefully I don't die because I love my kids and I want to spend every waking moment with them. But, you know, I will die a happy man if I can help one or two people. But on that note, so that is a massive dad win. Cool dad catch-ups. There's definitely going to be some coming out soon. I obviously, you know, need to organize them. And obviously being back at work, time is quite skimp. But, you know, sparing an hour to talk to another dad and have that chat, um, it's well worth it. So I will be putting more in the books. I do need to find a, a couple dads willing to come on because I know it is a pretty daunting experience to have a microphone thrown in your face. Um, but, of course, hit me up on Instagram or TikTok, wherever you get the snippets of the podcast. Send an email if you want of people who you think might be keen. I'm willing to talk to anyone really as long as they are keen to talk. Please do not pressure anyone into talking. I know so many dads that are fantastic dads, but I would not pressure them into doing the potty. Yeah, Maybe. Maybe after a couple of beers I might push them into doing it. But yeah. But the other thing I wanted to talk about is obviously uh, some Instagram messages. Uh, I got one which really just blew my mind um, and I do get a couple of them and trust me, every time I read messages like you have no idea how much it makes my day, like it might be something as simple as like, dude, you're doing a great job, keep it up. That shit just sends me like, it, it's it's the best feeling. But this one blew my mind purely from the scale of which the podcast has grown, which is pretty crazy. So this comes in from Craig. So Craig sends me, hey, mate, just started listening to your podcast on the way to work and uh, on the way home. I have a little girl, age one, and would like to say you're doing amazing, mate, all the way from Glasgow, Scotland. That blew my mind. This podcast has reached Glasgow, Scotland. So Craig, I appreciate that so much, man. And I'm so glad that you're enjoying the episodes and, you know, um, I hope I hope that listening to this makes you feel like uh, you're doing a good job because, you know, you got a one-year-old, you're probably working your ass off at the moment. I know your daughter's named Eden, so shout out to you and Eden. And um, she's very lucky, you know, she's, she's very lucky to have a dad who obviously cares and, and who's very excited to be a father. So, Craig, thank you so much for reaching out. The fact that you're from Scotland... And, um, you know, I read some of your messages. I played football for about 24 years. So I have had a couple Scottish uh, coaches in my life. Uh, and seeing your messages and, and ciphering through the language in the messages is fantastic. I, I think I understood what you were saying. So thanks, mate. I appreciate it. All the way from Scotland, please. That is, I can't even, I can't fathom that. So thank you so much, Craig, for reaching out. I really appreciate it. And I hope you and Eden are having a fantastic time in Scotland. And if you're a Rangers fan, you know, I won't talk about that. <laughs> but anyway, but yeah, just crazy about the growth of the potty. It's fantastic. Dad wins all around. Well, let's jump straight into it. That was a little bit of a long intro, but, you know, I really am appreciative. But uh, so, you know, we've been talking, the, the thing about kids is, and the thing about toddlers is, um, and if you're a, if you're a parent and you, you've seen this happen, or if you're a soon-to-be parent, or a soon-to-be dad, you will understand this very shortly, that there are two things that when they start, they do not stop. Those two things are walking and talking. Once your child starts taking a couple steps, that shit doesn't slow down. I promise you it doesn't show down, slow down. They start walking slightly, all of a sudden they're running around the house within a day. That's controllable. Now, Skylar is two, and within the last two weeks... And I'm talking like not even lying, 14 days, Skylar's vocabulary has exploded. And she is now the chattiest little thing I've ever seen in my entire life. And 
it's really made me check myself massively on the things that I say because I obviously try my best and it's not swear words. There's no, like I'm really good with swearing. Uh, I don't swear around the house anymore. Um, I'm really focused on that, but it's those little things that you do not realize um, that your your children pick up. So I'll tell a story. Um, Skylar was having a bath and, uh, you know, it, Kia's, Kia's really big on being, I guess, anatomically correct with the words we use in terms of uh, body parts. Um, you know, we, we try we try our best to sort of make it so it's not a weird word to say um, those words and look at me dance around the words like I'm a little little schoolgirl. Um, but she's quite uh, quite well versed in the the stuff that she has. Okay, and uh, so. Um, Every so often, I'll jump in the shower with Skylar just purely because she likes having someone in there and, you know, we play with the bar toys and all that sort of stuff while the shower's on. And she started to recognize the fact that I don't have the same thing that she has and she has worked out that that, that thing is a penis. Now, Skylar has now discovered that it is different to her and I didn't see this coming at all. But we have some bath toys and Skylar has decided to put a long bath toy over herself. And she decided to look at me in the shower. This I wasn't in the shower at this time. She was in the bath by herself and she decided to stand up, put this thing between her legs and say to me, Daddy, look, I have a penis. And I tried so hard not to explode with laughter because it was one of the funniest moments I've ever had as a dad, seeing her do that. And I looked at her mum, obviously Kia, I looked at Kia and I thought, what have we done? Like, and my first thought is, oh my God, please do not go around doing this at kindy. Like, I, I will, I, I'm just waiting for kindy to call me and be like, look, we've had a little bit of an issue today with Skylar. Um, she's putting things between her legs and telling everyone that she has a penis um, so I'm praying, I'm praying that that doesn't happen, but it's just an example of, you know, once they start talking, it doesn't stop and you have to check yourself. Like even things like damn it, like to me, I don't really consider damn it a swear word. It's, you know, it, it is what it is, but I really don't want my two year old saying damn it. Uh, I walked up the stairs the other day, Skylar had her backpack in her, she likes wearing a backpack on her back now, so I don't have to carry it, which is a huge win. Um, but she dropped her backpack and all of a sudden I hear this, just this little tiny itty bitty girly voice go, Oh, damn it. And of course I was like, mm, probably shouldn't do that. And I, you know, you have to correct it. I'm like, Oh no, sweetie. It's, it's, oh my gosh. Say, Oh my gosh. And now, you know, thankfully she just walks around the house, dropping stuff and falling over and just saying, Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. So yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's a slippery slope with talking. Once they start, they don't stop. And you really, it really makes you check yourself on the things that you say, even if they're not that bad. You know, like maybe say, for example, you know, not that we do this, but it is a natural instinct if you're, say, talking, talking a bit of shit about someone, whether that's like a TV character or something like that. And you say like, oh, yeah, you know, you know, they got a big, they got a big ass nose. All of a sudden, you'll realize like, oh, my God, now my daughter's telling me that everybody she sees has a big ass nose. Uh, so trying really hard to sort of explain myself uh, a little bit more and you know she's even getting to the point where she's questioning 
everything I do. No matter what, she'll question everything. So I'll walk into a different room. Daddy, what are you doing? And you're just like, oh, sweetie, I'm just, I'm just putting the washing away. Okay. And then she'll come back two minutes like, daddy, what are you doing? And he's like, dude, same, same shit. I'm still doing the same thing. And, you know, two minutes later, daddy, what are you doing? Oh, sweetie, I'm, it's, I'm, you know what I was doing two minutes ago? Same shit. I'm doing that again. And it's just over and over and over again. Like I just, just this little tiny buzzing in your ear. And, you know, you can't get mad because they're not doing anything. They've just discovered how to talk. You know, I barely shut up as it is. And this little thing's just discovered how she can communicate. So you just got to grit your teeth and go, I'm just doing, just doing the same thing that you asked me about five minutes ago. But yeah, so, you know, trying our best, trying our best to really encourage the talking, but, and not get annoyed because there are some times where I don't like to be asked what I'm doing. Like say, for example, if I'm setting something up because I have a short tempo, which I really try to keep in check, um, but yeah, try not to try not to get mad about it. But even down to like doing things like she says no, she says no, and she doesn't like things anymore. For suddenly, suddenly she doesn't like things. So you'll ask her things that I know distract her and she loves. Do you want to do that now? No, I don't like that. Okay, how about we do this? No, I don't like that. And then we end up going through this list of about eighty things which I know she likes doing, but she'll tell me that she doesn't like it anymore. Brushing teeth, don't like that. No. I don't like onesies. No, daddy, I don't like nappies. No, don't like bath time. So all these things that, and I talk about it all the time, how routines get thrown out of whack. Well, you know, as soon as your child starts discovering that they can be autonomous and they can adventure, I don't know what it's called, it's like discovering their own self-efficacy or something, but they always start doing, you know, they don't want to do things anymore and you're just like, man, I'm going to, I'm going to throw you, but you don't because you love them and you're a good dad. That's pretty much what you do. But yeah, it's, um, it's been, it, it's been an experience and, you know, along with that and, and it's all, it's all milestones, right? And milestones are like, uh, like they're like a seesaw. So like, you know, whenever something good happens, it's always met with something negative. So for example, like I said, Skylar's been really good with her vocabulary. She's talking heaps. It's fantastic. It's great. Big dad win on the flip side. She now is being way more difficult with doing anything. So bath times, which used to be, and I talk about my bath time routine. I'm very proud of my bath time routine. There's many a time I talk about my bath time routine, which I'm getting back into with two kids, nailing it. Got Summer's bath time routine, my newborn, down to a T. Skylar, on the other hand, getting her into a onesie is like wrangling a crocodile. And there's tears and there's tantrums. And I've copped a couple kicks to the face. Um... So, you know, you, you take your wins and your losses. That's fatherhood. You take your wins where you can, you take the losses at the same time and you end up neutral every time. It's like going to the casino. If you, if you leave even, you've had a good night. You lose 200 bucks, you win 200 bucks, you leave even, you've had a good night. And that's pretty much me with fatherhood, you know. She can talk now. She's also being a little pest. You leave in between. So, yeah, you know, if your child's getting to the point where they are talking, celebrate. It is a fantastic thing. Do not let me sour it. It's great. You know, you have this tiny little thing that loves to chat to you and, and is so interested in you. Like, you know, you think you're the most boring person ever. All I do is get up, go to work, come home, go to the park, sort out dinner, and you're like, what a, what a boring day. Not to a two-year-old. You're a fucking superhero. Um, but, yeah, so talking's a crazy thing. It really is a crazy thing. And I'm excited. 
I get really excited about the fact that she can talk because, you know, I see I see kids that are like three and four and they're having proper like full on conversations with their parents and I'm excited for that. I'm excited for the day that Skylar gets in the car before she's a teenager and never wants to talk to me. That she gets in the car and she goes, Dad, Daddy, guess what happened to Kindy? Blah, 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 blah. And I'm, I'm going to be really into that because I'm excited to have this little thing that I created chatting to me about her day at Kindy and all the stuff that's going on. Um, you know, and then there are those dad wins too. You know, there's those moments you sort of, if you're like me and, and fatherhood was something that you've always, you know, I've always wanted to be a dad. I say that all the time. But, you know, you, you have those moments and you don't, you don't know those moments until you sit there and you sort of pinch yourself and you're like, this is a moment. This is one of those dad moments where you sit there and you go, I can't wait for that. I can't wait till I pick my daughter up from school and she starts chatting and, and we're chatting about the day and, uh, you know, dad wins. That's, they're the moments that you think of and they're the moments you really have to recognize, like be where your feet are and just realize that you're in a moment that... It might go past really, really quickly, but it means a lot. And you can only realize it means a lot if, if you stop and recognize it and say, this is this is an amazing moment. So I can't wait for that. Alrighty. You know what it is. I don't like to chew your ear off too much. We do try to like to, well, I do like to keep it at 20 minutes, but we're obviously past that. But, you know, we've got to end the potty on a shit dad club moment. And for those who do not know, it was Mother's Day this past weekend. Mother's Day is a fantastic day where we celebrate the women in our lives. My mum, my partner, my partner's mum. We love the mums. The mums do a great job. We, we love celebrating mums. Now, when I started being a father, I was not good at celebrating. I was good at celebrating my mum. I was not that great at celebrating Kia as a mum. I was still in that transition phase where I was trying to like be like, okay, like I really got to sort this out. I'm horrible. I'm the worst person when it comes to gifts. I hate because I'm not a big gift person, which sucks. That's my problem. Um, and I'm not good at, you know, I'm definitely someone who tries to recognize things every single day. So when there's a, a you know, a, a day specifically for something, I'm like, oh, I got to go a little bit more. Okay, I got to try and find a way to go a little bit more. Now, Last Mother's Day, I will be straight up honest, and this is the worst, this is easily the worst shit dad club moment. I'll tell it as a joke, but I was genuinely cut up by this. I forgot it was Mother's Day. I didn't know. I was away for the weekend. I came back Sunday. I forgot. That, that was fuck up number one. I forgot Mother's Day, and I, I felt like shit. I did feel like shit. I, there was, you know, when you forget a day like that, you can't just automatically, like, fix it you're in the doghouse for like a week or two and you got to accept it you got to sit in, you got to lay in the bed that you made so i did i laid in the bed that i made i, I copped it on the chin now skylar at kindy had made uh, a mother's day gift for kia and i didn't know what this mother's day gift was all that i knew is i was getting up for work i needed a keep cup because i wanted to make a copy at coffee at home and i picked up this cup and it was a keep cup it was one of the cheap sort of ones and i didn't you know, I didn't think anything of it, but there was a piece of paper inside. And I thought to myself, like, it's it's just an instruction manual, no dramas. I don't even know what it looks like. It's colorful. Um, I'll just unwind it, take it out, throw it in the bin, and then uh, I'll be on my way to work. Now, I took the keep cup home. It was a normal day. I took the keep cup home. And I got home and Kia said, did you take my cup to work? And I said, oh, is that the, the new cup? Yeah, I took it to work. And she goes where's the painting that's inside it? And I said, 
the the what that's inside it? And she goes, yeah, that was a Mother's Day gift from Skylar that she made at kindy. And I was like, I don't know. And then she said, inside it, there was a piece of paper and it was a painting that your daughter did that said, I love mummy on it. And that was the thing that decorated the cup. Now, I'm a premises buyer. I didn't buy a Mother's Day gift that year. The only present my partner Kia got was that cup from Skylar that she made at kindy that I had no idea had a painting in it that said, I love mummy on it. It was a keep cup that they made at kindy that was for the mums. And I went in and I took out that painting and I scrunched it up because I had no idea what it was and I threw it out and I took the keep cup. And I, I won't even lie, after that happened, I had no words. I, I went and cried. That's how much I realized I stuffed up. I, I couldn't believe it. And you know how I said you got you to gotta lay in the bed that you made? I, I made a very shit bed that year. And I'll tell you what, I will never, in my, the, till the day that I die, I will have Mother's Day penciled in the, in the calendar with a huge circle around it and I will never forget that day again. You know, shit dad club, I messed up Mother's Day big time. Shit dad club, I learned from it and I'll never forget a Mother's Day again and I appreciate everything that my partner Kia does. She is a gem. I am blessed. She is an angel and... I promise I will never, ever forget Mother's Day again because I know she f- she listens to this podcast and she did ask me to tell this story because she thinks it's a great story. She does, is still pissed at me. But I think I redeemed myself this year at Mother's Day. So the ironic thing is I actually bought her a keep cup for Mother's Day this year. Winning. Alrighty, guys, that brings us to the end of the potty. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for giving up your time, your time of day, your trip to work, your trip home from work, whatever you're doing. Maybe you're just hanging out the washing, but I appreciate you. I appreciate everything you guys are doing. You guys are doing a fantastic thing as dads. If you are enjoying the podcast, go over to Instagram at Collective underscore, or you can head over to TikTok at Collective. I'm doing a lot of content on there to do with dad reviews and things to do with your child when it's just you and them. So there's some good stuff going up on the socials as well as the potty. If you would like to send me an email, and I've got some a couple emails that have come through, very, very thankful from people reaching out and saying how much they love the pod. From email, guys, if you want to reach out on email, it is kudadcollective at hotmail.com. And if you're feeling very generous, go over to wherever you listen to this podcast and give it a five-star review and write a review if you want. I don't mind. Five stars is enough for me because I appreciate you guys. Guys, have a fantastic rest of your week. Be kind to your partner. Be kind to your kids. Hug your kids. Cherish every moment of them. Remember, be where your feet are and recognize those small moments because those small moments mean so much more than you think they do. Guys, enjoy it all. Peace.